morning, Metal Gear Resurrections! On this episode, I'm joined with Adam, a.k.a. Mr. Cropes, of Adam and Sam at the Disco. And as always, our intro and outro is by Fingers. How, what would you like to go by, like, Mr. Cropes, or...? Oh, you're fine. You can just call me Adam. You're good. Adam. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yep. I hope you're alright. Alright, Adam. Let's see. Because... Uh, how'd you get started with the series? Let's get started with that. Let's get oh, that out of the way. Uh, same as a lot of other people. Mm. I, you know, that, that Pizza Hut demo disc. Mm. And I, I cannot deny the amount of times that I played through that thing. Um, so that started it. Like, that was the start. If you mm. had told me that there were other games on Nintendo at that point, I probably wouldn't believe you. Because my, uh, my family ended up buying, like, a boatload of mm. uh, Nintendo games from like a not a movie gallery, like a mega video. Yeah. Back in the day, so we kind of cleared their stores on uh, mm. Nintendo games. Never ran into Metal Gear, so it, it really was that. It was that Jam Disc. I guess wow. Jam Disc was mm. the official PlayStation magazine, but yeah, it was it was the Pizza Hut one. Nice, yeah, because uh, a lot of people have come across that like relatively like, close to my age. It was the Pizza Hut demo disc that got started. Right. And for me, it, I never came across that. So I was like, I was like wow. a, little, a little jealous that, like, you know, like, oh, I didn't see it. Like, I, I remember, like, the demo disc the magazines used to come out with. And I'm pretty right. sure it was on one of them. And I was just like, I think my friends may have had it. And I just didn't come across it. Like, I finally came across it, like, on Funko Land, where they used to, like, have, like, displays of, like, what was the hottest games. People come in and try them out and play them and hopefully purchase them. So that's yeah. how, I got, how I got introduced. I was like, what the hell is this Metal Gear Solid game? I was like, what's a PlayStation? Because I was like a Nintendo kid growing up. So, right. A lot of like that for me. It was like, I think I was on like N64 and I was like, well, I'm getting kind of bored of like being Mario and having to save the princess all the time. <laughs> like I want something like for like my teenage self, like around 98, I was like 14. And I was like, I kind of want something that speaks to like me growing up and towards my adulthood, like going into sure. teenage teenage them and that was like when I came across it it was like no game I've ever seen before it's like you have like cinematics you have voiceovers like the characters have voices right yeah and it was nothing yeah, like I you mean, know like Mario had a voice but all he said was like wahoo and like it's me Mario that's yeah like, it's like yeah. okay like uh, I yeah. think for me as a kid especially you know we've now established the age difference so I was I was eight in 1998 mm. Can I cuss on this podcast? Yeah, it's, I put explicit on all my episodes. All right. Well, I just want—I knew that you were, but sometimes you get the—you <laughs> get the host, you yeah, get the host privilege. Um, so yeah, I was eight, and mm. it was—it was like nothing I'd ever seen before. Okay. And we went—we were Nintendo, like, mm -hmm. and when I say Nintendo, I'm talking the NES. Yeah. We never graduated. So. Oh, okay. So finally getting to play something that felt different. Yeah, like mm -hmm. you said, it was it was kind of mind-breaking at the time. Like, you, mm -hmm. you're used to NFL Blitz or yeah. Resident Evil, which, I, you know, Resident Evil kind of lives up to that in some capacity. But it never, it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like a cinematic experience. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, like... Term like games of the time was like what do you got like medieval and you had like Spyro. Yeah, you got, you got medieval, Bandicoot. Spyro, yeah. Crash, Tomb Raider, like the first Tomb Raider. Yeah. And even no matter how hard they could have tried in that, like it was mm -hmm. 
it was never going to live up to this sort of cinematic thing. Yeah, that was exactly. still that was still just striving to be a pure adventure game. Yeah, yeah. Like I think they were just like trying to like compete with Nintendo and like try to like make their own mascot for PlayStation right. at the time. But yeah, like you know, I, for me, like I was in high school and, and like it was just me and this other guy. Like we the only ones that played Metal Gear Solid of like a class graduating class of like two thousand plus people. It was only two people that actually played the game. Yeah throughout wow. like from from uh being a freshman to a senior and just like playing playing it like i think we only got to like to two for like 2001 but like yeah it's like you know there was nobody else like no one else like heard of it no one played it um sure. other people be like why well, am i gonna play metal gear solid it's like i'm gonna play siphon filter and i was like okay yeah. that, that's yeah. it's like kind of yeah if you want to be a spy game <laughs> oh man there was a Covert Ops, I think it was. Have you ever heard of that? Like, there was the one on the train? Yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that that tried to kind of... It tried to Mm. bridge the gap between Resident Evil and Metal Gear, but never never lived up to it. It was more of the... More of the survival horror aspect of running back and forth and find Mm -hmm. the key. Of course, you're not running back and forth to heat or cool a key card, Mm -hmm. but... It was it was probably the closest of that era that actually matched up to this kind of niche. Yeah, but it, like, it but... played more of like the season, like the Steven Seagal B mm-hmm. class. And we oh, know yeah. how self serious Kojima takes himself sometimes, so he could he couldn't do that full full mm-hmm. full blast. Yeah, and you kind of see it like when like the like as soon as you put the game on, like, it goes into like a cinematic, and it's like it's just like it's like basically like you're watching a movie. Right, uh, going into it, and it was like a, it was reminiscent of like the hunt for Red October. Like we start off with a submarine yeah. scene kind of thing, and yeah. I was just like, from then on, I was just hooked. You know, I was just like, it, it the series like caught me and just like never let go. Like I, I continued on, even though it's right. like it's not it's not existing right now. Like, and, I, and I remember, you know, back in the day when we actually had manuals, being able to mm-hmm. read through the Metal Gear manuals. That that and uh, like Grand Theft Auto the PlayStation 2 set yeah. when they actually made good manuals. But I mean, the Metal Gear ones, man, you'd, you'd flip through and you'd establish yourself in that world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, like, each one was, like, giving you kind of, like, a, a peek into, like, what was going to happen in the yeah. control schemes. It, it got better, like, with each iteration other than, like, uh, 5, which was just, like, your standard variety, like, manual. Just to, you know, yeah, here's it, your buttons, it had nothing. that's kind of yeah. it. And right. also, yeah, like if you have seizures, like watch out. Um, if you have epilepsy, you'll get a seizure, mate, possibly. Yeah. Uh, kind of warning thing, but uh, you know, all the other ones like had like neat little like comic books, like kind of like introducing like control schemes yeah. and like story as well. So, and the first one had like basically like, everyone's like um, sort of like their it was a, kind of like a dossier, like had a little like uh, information about like their biography background. Right. So, most of them, and like you know, you can go into like the lore of it, like online now but like back then it's like you know it wasn't like yeah. that like it is now yeah the the lore that you would get back in what mm. 98 or early 2000s was you you would go to game facts look for your guide yeah. and then you get whatever your guide writer yeah stills in their guide a little bit exactly or like but, maybe sometimes like you'll get like like a like a kind of like a post review kind of like look with the games sure. the magazines, they'll, like, talk a little bit more about it. But once it's, like, out in the stores and, like, wants to review it, it was, like, there was not really yeah. much to go back to. 
No. If they had to, like, unless it was like the fans were like, you know, mailing to their editors saying like, we want more coverage of this and that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, we we were we're not from the age of a uh, Metal Gearpedia, <laughs> things like that. Oh no, now it's like super like in depth, like online with like the fandom wiki kind of thing. Right. Yeah, like I wish I wish I had that. Like, man, I would have been like on that. Like, I would literally printed all that out as a kid. Like, just like no reading kidding. it nonstop. But like, yeah. you know, I had the manual, and I would literally take that to school with me, like on the bus, and be like, yep. I'm gonna read this, like while I'm killing time, waiting to go, go to school or come back home, kind of thing. But, um, yeah, it's like I was gonna say, like, you know, like is any games like that you like that you didn't enjoy very well, like like kind of like messed with you? I'll give you an example, because like for me. I enjoyed all the games except for like uh, Rising because I can't for some reason I can't. My brain doesn't compute the control scheme. Yeah. So I can't figure out like the parry system very well. Right. And I just like end up fucking up and like dying nonstop. And it's just like one of those things where it's, like I'll go back to it after I take a month break from like basically dying and just like right. I'm, I'm pissed. I'll go back to it later. So, like any games like that, like you know your first initial try as you're like growing the series. Uh, Peace Walker is yeah. it, and that, and it, and I recognize why. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it comes from being a bite-sized Metal Gear. Oh, okay, yeah. And in a part of me, it it still lives in it lives in the generational gap. Mm -hmm. You know, like it it lives in the new generation where you're used to using your hand like a claw and hitting all these different mm -hmm. buttons. But at that point, I wasn't ready. And yeah. it's one of those, it's one of the, it's like an albatross of the games that I just keep going back to because obviously everybody loves it. It's got the best story, so I'm told. Um, yeah. But yeah, a part of it just feels, it feels new while being archaic. Oh, okay, yeah, because I think it was like, it was the PSP and it didn't have like, it didn't have like the dual analog sticks. It just had like right. that one little nubby thing like on the bottom and you feel yeah. like you, you would break it if you like really like hit it hard or like move right. around hard but i think you know what it's like probably everybody enjoys it now is because it was kind of like re-released with the hd collection and the legacy yeah. collection so now you can play it with like a new control scheme that feels like you know like right at home like how it should have been yeah i Which should is, i should yeah. go back i mean it's it's nothing holding me back aside from mm. time and past impressions yeah. I get you with Rising. I mean, Rising was another one of those. It was. It's not a. It's. It's tough to say. Here we go with controversy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's. It's not a Metal Gear mm. solid. It's not a Metal yeah. Gear game. I mean, you have to whole. You have to learn a whole new life, basically, mm -hmm. if you want to play that. I'm not. I loved it. I took it yeah. for what it was, but. Mm. Yeah, that game is. Like that game is wild. It's like maybe if they like said like Metal Gear Presents Rising Revengeance Something kind of like thing. yeah. Not call it Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Right. Uh, it's kind of like a double edged sword because like you know what when it first like was like first promoted, it was a completely different game than what we got. Yeah. And I kind of wanted that. Like I wanted that game that they were supposed to like do. Right. But I wanted. Yeah. I wanted Raiden for Metal Gear Solid Four. Yeah in this exactly and as much as it's still it's it's not like mm -hmm. that promised us that same character the same one that's doing break dancing with geckos and <laughs> as much as he does that it's not the same tone mm. kind of originally whenever they market it yeah like you said you were you were gonna be in that universe and this yeah it 
it feels like it went a right turn and then a, or a right yeah. turn and of course platinum took over mm-hmm. full stop so then you've got a whole new whirlwind of mechanics and perspective yeah because like now like after time has passed and everyone's like probably like other gotten out of their ndas or they don't work for the company anymore they start talking and it's like one of those things where they had a vision they had an idea um they had a control scheme and game the gameplay setting where i don't think the technology like was there for it yet like they were running a lot of issues burning a lot of cash and they were just kind of like kind of just kind of like that's it like get someone else to like make this feasible and get it going because we spend so much on it now right I remember the unease back then mm. when it went from Metal Gear Rising mm. to Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Yeah, exactly. And like to be a part of that whole fight, like a part of that, to be part of the <laughs> like the video game zeitgeist at that time. Like, mm. what are we doing and where are we going? Yeah, it's kind of like that kind of thing was happening. Like you know, because you know every game has like. Metal Gear Solid, it was supposed to be, like, the last one for the for the person who was, like, the man yeah. behind it, like, Kojima, like, it was supposed to be the last one, like, alright, two, last one, alright, come back for three, three is the last one. Right. Four, now definitively the last one. Yeah. And, you know, every time he tries to pass it off to somebody, I would, I would now I would find, like, stories, like, people were getting death threats, um, they were getting mailed, like, you know, I'm gonna kill, blah, 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 if you don't get this person back, um, you know, in the right. helm. And I was like, why don't you, you know, and that's what probably like what stemmed like this whole divorce at the end where you spend so much money, you know, daddy's, yeah. daddy's upset. He wants yeah. to get the credit card back. Yeah. Kind of thing. And, you know, you just get like an ugly, like, you know, split where it should have been right. kind of like, it should have been like a ceremony where like, you know, all right, he's leaving us. He's graduating onto his own project, but he'll forever be like, you know, our top employee and creator for this company. For sure. Yeah. It's like it's like daddy left for milk and cigarettes <laughs> and then the kids locked the door while he was out. Yeah. Is essentially how this feels. Um mm. yeah, man, that that still is insane to this day, you know, that all went down. And you know what? I wasn't like totally attentive like on social media at that time. I was just getting like, you know, people I know who like are fans or like they'll tell me like, you know, this is happening and like for some reason, like, Kojima's, like, vacation was, like, being, you know, on Monitor. social media. But, like, yeah. why are we talking about someone's vacation? Like, who gives a crap where he goes for a vacation? Right. It's like, who gives a shit? And, like, during vacation, he gets, like, all right, now he's canned. I'm like, oh. Yeah. It was just, like, I don't know. It's just one of the things where it's, like, nobody would know until, you know, the only people that knew are, like, you know, they're on separate things now. Like, he's on his own projects. Right. And, Konami's like re-releasing every other franchise and yeah. series they have other than uh, the Metal Gear Solid uh, franchise. But like, you know, I would say like, what would like, what would be your, like your game that you enjoyed the most from the series? Oh God, five on gameplay, and I, <laughs> five yeah. on gameplay for sure. But I, I have so many memories with the other ones, like, mm. and that's where it's tough to really pick, like. Oh, um, let's see. You can put like a list if you want. You want to say like my number one is such and such. It's tough because mm. two, you know, two came out. I had the prima guide for two. Okay. My family knew I was in the two, and like 
they bought me all like a set of action figures at that point. Uh, I had I had Fortune and Revolver Ocelot, and I had a Liquid Snake, which would have came from back then. And yeah. then they grabbed a Solidus, and like Solidus actually had articulated tentacles, so that was yeah. pretty cool. Uh, but then I remember like beating that on New Year's Eve night. Mm-hmm. Like all the adults are asleep, I'm the only kid in the house, <laughs> and like three o'clock in the morning, I'm mm-hmm. fighting Solidus. This is unreal. I would, I would then, say, yeah, but but then like three, I had. You know, and here, here's a little perspective for you. Mm-hmm. I went to like a school that my class was 150 people probably, mm-hmm. but there were a, a solid few. So I had like a, a pretty solid foundation. And I, I mm-hmm. keep on having to laugh at myself a little bit for just saying the word solid again and again. <laughs> but like, I remember getting to the sorrow fight okay. and I called a friend and I'm like, what the hell mm-hmm. do you do? Yep. And then he said it. I'm like, of course. Why? Of course it is. <laughs> uh, but well, then four, man. Like, yeah. Four's good. Four's good to me. <laughs> I I know what it is. It's <laughs> it's fan fiction. <laughs> it's fan fiction by the creator. <laughs> but if you saw, you know, Final Fantasy when it was made it was meant to be SquareSoft's final game. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Kojima just every game was his was final bad. fantasy. So, and did we need everything tied together? No. Mm-mm. But borrowing a friend of like a friend's PlayStation 3 and his copy of Metal Gear Solid 4 mm. specifically to play this game lives in a time and a place. You know, like I, I borrowed that and I borrowed that to play that mm-hmm. from this friend. Um, and when I returned his PlayStation 3, I accidentally sent my copy of Brokeback Mountain with him. So you kind of tie all that together. And like, it's a pretty solid, <laughs> but it's tough, you know? Mm. Well, so you know, I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, no sorry I keep cutting that. you off. Cause, uh, you know, I would say like, you're not the only one. Like there are people who like you know they played four originally. When it came originally, out. I was gonna say okay when it came out. When it came out, sorry, they played four when it was like <laughs> when it came out, um, and they're like, oh, it's just so many cinematics. There's just like too much, and you know, every once in a while, like they'll go revisit it, and it's actually it seems to like have grown with people. Like they're actually starting to appreciate it, probably because. Yeah you know there's no other games it's like if you go back you know revisiting it as an adult versus like however age you can you know came out when when it came for that one um you know people have like said like you know i actually enjoy it now like i understand like the story like what they're trying to tell me like it was a lot there's a yeah. lot like you know like all these little like strings going everywhere for every single character almost yeah um but you know i'm in like in the same boat where it's like i didn't really i didn't hate it when it came out I wasn't like, you know, like, oh, God, there's, you know, so many cinema scenes. I had to, like, put my controller down, like, you know, and just chill out here. And, you know, yeah. I, feel, I I enjoy that moment because, like, it felt like a break. Right. Because, like, in that game, like, you would get, like, like a like a psych meter where, like, if you were just too much into the action, um, you, you know, uh, Old Snake would get, like, you know, he would start, you would start feeling it. Like, he would shake or, like, vomit violently. 
And it's yeah. like, I was kind of feeling like that as a player, going like, well, there's way too much happening on this screen. It's like, I need a break from the action. It's like, I got guys climbing up walls, like, and they're not stopping. There's like, it's like, yeah. just keep coming. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll kill these two guys and you know, that'll be the end of it. And I'll like, you know, be able to roam around here and like check the surroundings. Like, nope, here's another two more guys coming off that right. wall. Um, but for that game, well, like, you know, I enjoyed it. Like, it was, it was fun. It was a good fun. Yeah, it I was, mean, yeah. I would have been okay with that being like the last one. I think a lot of us yeah. would have been fine. <laughs> uh, it added the crouch button, like exactly everything that we all had desired for those past games. It, it finally gave it to us, and the whole marketing scheme up to mm. that point, man, was just. I oh remember being God. a big yeah. E3 guy, like rest in peace E3. Here we go. <laughs> um, but you know those trailers were just mm-hmm. excellent. They were fucking fun. Kojima knew what he was kind of doing through a lot of those. Um, but then, it, you know, a lot of them went from what? That in-engine uh, mm. Metal Gear Solid 3 trailers, and then you start to kind of shed the skin a little slowly mm. over the years, and then you actually see Old Snake, and it starts in the Afghanistan section. You're, you're not really wanting to believe what you're seeing, but mm. that's that was the direction it went. Man, that game's a who. I yeah. It, I wish it. I wish it could make the generational jump, and it probably mm, never will. But yeah, I think because like, there's so much like cross promotional material within the game. There is and licensing that's like I don't think. I don't think I strip it to like a lot. <laughs> where yeah. like, instead of an iPod, it's gonna say like music player or something right, like yeah. that. Um, instead of saying, like, a- you know, the PlayStation 3 success controller, it'll probably say, like, generic controller or some crap, like, the alert system you play Right, on, yeah. Kind of thing. Um, I mean, because yeah. that's what's going to, mm. that could throw it off for, like, a, a platform jump for sure, because obviously mm. Xbox doesn't offer anything, and mm-hmm. um, PlayStation still kept up with some level of motion, whether they intuit into their games or not, but they still, they still know that it's there and a possibility, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like you can really say uh, Snake, shake your dual sense controller and you're playing on a Series X or something like that. But yeah, it's a hoot, but they they keep on relying too heavily on that PlayStation 3 cell processor. Yeah. You, you can't tell me that things aren't smarter than that to these like to this day, but whatever. Rest, rest on what you need to. And like you said, people are coming mm-hmm. back on it and I like here's a question do you do you feel like being able to sit through metal gear solid 4 mm. comes almost with like the new wave of binge territory mm. I, that might be it like, that might people be are it, people are prone to just sit and mm-hmm. watch hours of television these days that may be it like maybe just like that that time where like it had like so many like, i don't even know the hours it had but like it was a lot. I mean, I think people compared like other games at the time. Like it was just a bit more. Right. It was just like because you know what, it was like all put together. You yeah. didn't. Have issue. It could have like been split more throughout the game, but you know, they did it how they wanted to do it, and that's how it happened. Like that's that's the end. Of yeah. Like we can all like sit here and like say like you know they should have done this, they should have done that. But, like well, at the end of the day, you know that game is made the way it is, and yeah. you know if you're a fan. 
it's you know it's a piece of your piece basically a piece of every, every fan legacy out there right yeah. like the first time i played it i didn't really roll my eyes much mm -hmm. you know because of course you hit shadow moses again and you just kind of yeah you're in nostalgia heaven um but never really rolled my eyes that much and then the next couple mm -hmm. of times that i played it like I can, I can see where this is, is exhausting. But what Kojima did back then that most game developers are still struggling with, you can pause those cutscenes. Yeah, and that's just something handy in itself. Like I, uh, what the Europe section, and then it gets to Ocelot on the boats with mm -hmm. his little hand. Like I paused it because I knew that that would be a good lengthy cutscene, mm -hmm. and left my house went to the laundromat, started the dryer, mm -hmm. went back, started that cutscene again, and when it was done, it was like, my clothes are done. <laughs> that was that was optimum timing. So, are they overlong? Maybe, but are people probably growing used to that kind of environment? Probably a little bit. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I kinda like did the same thing where, um... Like my first my first half playthrough, I didn't know you can pause the cutscene until I accidentally hit like start. I was like, uh -huh. oh, I can pause it. So I kind of like just like pause it and like do the thing like I don't know what anybody else should be doing. I would like stop like wherever it was in the cinema scene. Yeah. And then like time for me to go to work. Pause it. <laughs> go to work. Come back. My PlayStation Three is still running. It's like overheating. It's like my room. <laughs> it has like it kind of like back then it's like. You know, I, I, I didn't really take care of my systems very well. I kind of, like, no. shared them. None of us did. Oh, uh, now I do, and now I take care of them very well. But, like, back then, it's like, I would leave it running, come back, and my room would have, like, that hot smell. Yeah. And then I would be like, where the hell is that coming from? And then I would just go to my PlayStation 3, like, oh. And yeah. it's just, like, warring on, what? I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> like. This thing is like fucking working in overdrive right now. Like I shouldn't yeah. have done that, but like here we go. Let's keep playing. Well, and that's the thing you don't have to do anymore. Like kids these yeah. kids these days. Here we go. Let, let, let's show our age. <laughs> kids kids these days aren't used to that. Like we now have oh quick resume and all yeah. that. Like you just jump right in. They do but like man, yeah. yeah. You, you you shut it off at the morning. You go mm -hmm. to school, go to work, and then you come back, and it's like, all right, I probably shouldn't have done that, but here we are. Like all the things we have today, I wish I had then like remote play or like yeah. all these portable devices, like the Steam Deck and stuff like that, or like the Switch. And it's like, you know, yeah. I just had like a Game Boy, or Game Boy Pocket, or like Game Boy Color. And like, I would right. really just have that as my portable system on the go yep. kind of yep. thing. Even the PSP, I never took it on the, on the, on the road because that thing like died so quickly. Yeah, it, it had me plugged in, and I was like, "Well, this is just like basically me being able to play a game on my bed rather than like stare at a TV screen." Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, you're not taking that with you for a car ride or anything like that. And nope. if you are, you're doing it in thirty minute increments. So, yeah. oh yeah, I was gonna say like that's how like Pete, that's like I think that's how Peace Parker was kind of like uh, advertised, where it's like a million solid game you could take on the go. Which you know the missions right. were small enough you could do that. But I was like, you know, like where I'm gonna plug into if I'm on a train. It's like where I'm gonna plug into if I yeah. take this thing with me at work. You're like this battery's like dies like quickly, and um, you know, saying like what I said before, like I didn't take care of my system very well. My PSP like little tray drawer like would spring open during gameplay because <laughs> it would like it was like it broke, 
and I would use like a tape to like kind of close it. And yeah. that tape wears down, and all of a sudden, like, oh, hell yeah. pop out, and go, pew, but UMD just flies out. UMD's, UMD coming at you. But, um, I would say, like, were you, like, angry or, like, shocked or, you know, or just baffled, like, when David Hayter was, like, replaced? Oh, dude, I was, I was not yeah. happy. I mean, okay. uh, I've, I've, I've come around, of course. A lot mm -hmm. of us have come around and seen the reasons why mm -hmm. but all of us all of us as a collective we're looking yeah. forward to like mm -hmm. david in the end mm -hmm. you know like if if this is what if this is what kojima's vision is for snake as a character mm -hmm. v as a character and then this is how he wants to basically claim his magnum opus uh yeah. metal gear like cool he can he can have his vision but then the farther it went and we're all in the collective internet and we're like david comes back in the end right like mm -hmm. this is where this ends and goes into never happen um mm -hmm. i i just don't feel like Kiefer ever landed it yeah like exactly. Kiefer, Kiefer to me and I understand maybe the linguist or like the logistics of he was too expensive. He didn't want to do a lot, blah, 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 blah. Mm. But even in the time that Kiefer had as Snake and V, he never nailed it. Mm -hmm. Like he, he never transcended the character that David gave in four games before. Mm. And it, in one way or another, it felt like a spit in the face to a lot of us fans because if this is it, mm -hmm. where's our guy? You know, like where's where's that voice that we love? Mm -hmm. And it's bad enough when in in Metal Gear Solid Four, you your old Snake, right? And then at mm -hmm. a certain point, you get a young Snake face. You know, you get the mask, yeah. uh, the Europe section. So then every player kind of feels that temptation of wanting to see young snake with david's voice still mm -hmm. and i was definitely one of those that my my first playthrough was like you give me that mask i'm playing the rest of the game <laughs> as with young snake and of course it like uh, it kills some of the story undertones of the, like the rest of the game but this is my character mm -hmm. You know, this is my guy. And then in the end, they just kind of took my action figure, swapped him with another one, and mm -hmm. said, here you go, have fun. Yeah, because, you know, I can understand, like, you know, the story where it's like, you know, this game's been out since 2015, so it's not really, like, you know, spoiling it. But, you right. know, you find out at the end, like, you were never playing as, as, as a snake or as big boss. You were just the medic. Which, yeah. you kind of like, you know, who's fooling who? Because you would, like, see all the promotional artwork and you see, like, the covers and stuff and be like, all right, this person has, like, shrapnel in their head. And you would think to yourself, like, when did that happen? Right. Where does that fit in the chronology like, of events? Like, I'm, like, I, let's go back to four. And, like, four, like, yeah, he he basically was, like, um, in a coma still. Like, this guy's always in a coma, by the way. But, um, but he was kind of like you know they kind of explained like you know once he was awakened he's kind of like surgically repaired, 
And it's like, yeah, but there was never ever a mention about like shrapnel lodged in his head right. at all. And that was like the weirdest thing. And it kind of like was like, well, who's fooling who? And the audience kind of like was quick to like kind of like stretch out and seek out the answers. And it was like, I felt like when it was released, it was kind of like already spoiled. That it's like, little, yeah. this can't be like who we're playing. Like, there's going to be some kind of like weird thing that's going to happen. Like, all the games, like, there's always going to be like a twist. Right. And something else is going to happen where it's like, all right, you, you know, the Phantom Pain was like dealing with a lot of psychology. So it's like, well, maybe that shrapnel is not there. Like, and that's his mind thinking he's yeah. like the demon, you get the demon points and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's like, oh, maybe it is part of his mind. Like, he doesn't have a piece of uh, like shrapnel sh sticking out his head like a horn. And it's like, we're going to find out the end where he looks at the mirror and he smashes it. It's like, oh, it wasn't there. It's like, he's just like, you know, his mind is like so fucked from like yeah. all this like war, like never in war. But, you know, I would probably like dissect like the last part all the time. And like, and when you see like Venom Snake and he's just like, it's like the barriers like breaking down and he's just like, you know, it's slowly coming to him, like, who he was before. And you kind of hear, like, in the background, like, you hear, like, gunshots. And from that, like, I thought originally, like, oh, we're going to see Solid Snake. Like, he's going to he's gonna leave, and he we're going to see a young Solid Snake. I thought that was going to happen. Right. Like, that was the whole, yeah. like, ta-da at the end. Like, because the whole game was, like, kind of, like, advertised, like, this is the missing link of the whole franchise. Yeah. Like, we're going to tell you everything you thought you knew before. No, no, no. You missed something from the past that affects the future kind of thing. And it didn't happen. And then, you know, like, everybody, they want to seek out more stuff. You get, like, the data miners. And they're like, well, there was supposed to be more stuff. Maybe possible, you know, downloadable content. Right. Would the story continue? Because it does leave, like, an open gap where it's like, all right. Eli just like kicked the shit out of your guard and stole a fucking Metal Gear and left with all the children. Like, we're not going to chase that guy. Like, we're just going to let him run. Like, after, yeah. he's going to run in Africa with a Metal Gear. Love and everybody, me. everybody's cool with that. It's like, <laughs> fuck that. We're not going to deal with that part. It's like, we're going to close off that part of the world. Uh, let that deal with its own. And I, you know, like, probably everybody else, like, you know, there was a time jump and we we're like, okay. We're going to get the real ending, right, guys? We're going to get the real ending. And yeah. didn't happen. Nope. I'm okay with it. It's it's okay. It's it's serviceable. Yeah. You know, I mean, it kind of did what it needed to do. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure, like, people are pissed off at the time. Like, just fucking probably going nuts on whatever. Yeah, probably still live on Twitter. And, like, yeah. Facebook probably. Reddit. Who the hell uses Facebook now? Reddit. And everybody's going like, "What the fuck is this? Like, we were this is not Metal Gear kind of thing." The only thing I got like pissed off was the like um, the survive thing. Like, I never played it. I don't know. Nope. I know. I know some people that played it, and they they would enjoy it for like events moments, and but hated it for like the fact it was like an online kind of game thing. Yeah, I mean, survive it came out at exactly mm. the wrong time. You're telling us yeah. this is the end of the franchise, and this this was Konami very obviously trying to milk that cash cow. Yeah, with with a game that didn't speak to any of the fans, mm -hmm. 
uh, came out in a time that the survival genre itself was trying to trying to put itself out to the world outside of you know like mm. I don't even know if Rust was out back then Jesus probably Rust Minecraft mm. like a very a very small significant part of the market yeah and a part of survive like especially now if I think of it who was that marketed to you can't mm. I don't believe that survive would have been marketed towards a Japanese market but then if you want to tell me that it was marketed towards a, like an American market where again those games are just trying to establish themselves it's it's hard to see and if their uh, impetus of making this game was you get the same level of creation that you did with V and five mm -hmm. like I I never cared it was it was weird when I made V and five and he was gone <laughs> you know <laughs> immediately yeah so i don't care about this function of that game you can't build a mechanic off of that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah it was just like weird like obviously it was supposed to like somewhat fit in with phantom pain because yeah when you rescued like the wandering soldiers they would right. freak they would freak the fuck out when they see you and it's kind of like that thing because you had like that trap on your head and kind of i guess it would remind them of like I don't know what the hell they're called in Survive because I never played it. I nope. imagine they're called shrapnel head people. That's something. <laughs> or spike people, spike head spike people. people. It like it looked like a zombie game at first when I saw like the like when they introduced it, and then like they would say like, oh, it's from the Fox Engine, but like yet they butchered it. Yeah. And it looked like shit. Yeah. And, it didn't look right and you know maybe if like you sat on it for a while and you know tinkered and did, did a good job maybe it would figure, have been figure it out a little better yeah kind of thing yeah yeah but you know other than that it's like that you know i wouldn't count that as part of the series if you're gonna no, put a bundle together yeah if you're gonna yeah. throw in ghost babble or throw out mm. ghost babble and keep it survive i'm all right Johnny, give me one second, real quick. Yeah. You're having, you're sounding a, a bit robotic on my side. I might just hardwire you in. Yeah. Hopefully, that does not come out like that in the recording. Hey, there we go. Oh, perfect. Good deal. Thank you. Sweet. Good, good, good. Well, probably the next thing I'll probably ask you, Adam, is how did you come across the Melody Mondays podcast? Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> let's take one quick detour real quick, just back yeah. to the previous point that you were making. Oh, um, go ahead. I only want to touch on Eli real quick. Oh, yeah. You have Eli. Mm. Where's our boy? Where's David? Where's David? I if think... you wanted to yeah. properly bookends this series, mm. you can't have one without the other. And how it ever crossed their minds that you could do one without the other. You made, like, they made the twin snakes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For God's sakes. Um, but yet, come the real, like, the finalization of yeah. Metal Gear itself, you don't have both of them. And that's probably the other reason why they held on for David. Like, David Hader, specifically. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, what a what a project, man! What a game! 
Um, how did I come across Metal Gear Mondays? I had been working at my job for about two and a half years and then swapped positions to like when I started at where I'm at, I was a, a shipping coordinator. So I drove a forklift a lot. Okay. So you don't get much peacetime on a forklift. You don't get a whole lot of alone time. You hear a lot of beeping and a lot of honking. Um, so it was just all music all the time. And then I swapped jobs to work in quality assurance. So it's a lot quiet, like a lot quieter, more mellow. I don't want to say it's not as fast paced, but mm. you have more moments of solace. So I just one day went on Spotify, typed in Metal Gear, and mm -hmm. lo and behold, Metal Gear Mondays pops up. So I just started listening to a shitload of it then. There would be days where uh, I would be like working in our rejection cage mm -hmm. and just doing nothing. It was just me. Like, so I'm counting, verifying all this. All this monotonous stuff that allows you to listen to a podcast. It was like, yeah. perfect. And I benched a hell of a lot of it just right off the bat. Like, if I had to throw it to a non-Metal Gear-related podcast, like mm -hmm. Metal Gear Mondays and Welcome to Night Vale both just ushered me into a world of podcasts. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was going to say, like... Um... I found it like during the shutdown when I was yeah like, yeah I was kind of like I was like when people were I had to work from home yep. and I was just like bored out of my mind listening to like nothing but white noise in my house as I'm like typing on my keyboards yeah and I was like no this is gonna like fucking kill me and make me like drink heavier than I already was like during the shutdown every night was like cocktail hour yep. I was literally because I couldn't go to the bar I was like fuck it the bar is coming to me like I'm like because like it was like it was one of those things where it's like you could put you would call like because I live in like upstate New York you would call the wine and liquor place tell them what you wanted then oh you, man you, you give them your, you give them your payment information over the phone unless you're gonna pay with cash had to be like wow. an exact amount then they would like have like a whole table outside with like boxes of your stuff with your like receipt and your name on it and you'd go pick it up and put it in your trunk or whatever. Wow. And it was kind of like that, where it's like, I was like maybe buying like $150 worth of liquor like every week. Sure. Kind of thing was happening. So, you know, I couldn't drink during the day while I was working, so I need something to like help me chill and relax. And that's where, yep. that's, where those, that's where they came in. And that's where those guys came in. That's where I kind of like clamored on and kind of like stayed with it uh, up until like they ended and then you know, going to Discord, not knowing what the hell Discord was at the time. No. I was like, what the fuck's a Discord? I was like, is yeah. this is another thing I gotta download on my phone? Like, come yeah. on. It's like, all right, I'll do it. And then it's like, oh, you know, you introduce like all these like people. And from my experience online, it's either you get like nice people or you get the shit Ooh. people who are like, yep. you know, fucking, you know, Metal Gear's about guns and boobies. <laughs> and I'm more towards the end of it. I was like, yes, there are guns, there are there boobies, are boobies. <laughs> but there's also like a whole story here, and there's also some man on man on man love action as well. Hey, uh, where it's like, hey, I'll take that. Like, get into the love box, baby. It's like we're going, <laughs> we're going to do something in this beach here, um, and it's kind of like 
it was a good community. It was like it wasn't Reddit. I thought like you know when I first heard it, I was like, oh shit, this is yeah. gonna be Reddit. I'm gonna be like surrounded by bros who just fucking go nuts. Yep. Poly bros, man. Not oh, like fuck. Not like polysexual, but like <laughs> poly sci. Like there's a difference, guys. Uh, yeah, I was very glad when I joined mm. Discord. I mean, I don't interact much these days. I never really interacted much back then. Yeah, but. I never had a bad experience with these guys. Like anybody, yeah. sorry, guys and gals, like anybody mm-hmm. in the Discord, nobody's ever come off to be mm-hmm. like as rude, as harsh, as uh, overbearing, overstepping. I mean, it's that that crew specifically made mm-hmm. a pretty solid foundation of people. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Like kept my sanity and the group of people on Discord like. You know, kind of like, all right, I can, I could talk to these people. I can, like, you know, conversate with these, like, text messages and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, if we're going to take them more, like, sure. Like, I, they'll do, like, you know, streaming there every once in a while, which is great. Right. You know? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, mine, mine just fell apart, you know. You mm-hmm. engage, we engage with it back in yeah. COVID. And sadly, you know, you've you've got kids, you've got, mm-hmm. you've got a job, you got X amount of things happening in your life. So a lot of my engagement has fallen back lately mm. um i i still kind of creep every now and then mm. you know like uh, that portraits and pets man just keep posting your pet pictures i'm here for it if you got cats put them there i'll be there nice. but, yeah on like a day-to-day basis my mm. my observation levels are kind of low lately but yeah great great place great community mm-hmm. for a a dead podcast. Holy shit! Does it oh not seem like God. it's dead sometimes? I, well, it died like several times. Yeah, in well, you know, <laughs> it, res- it you know it was it was called upon several times, but I can understand like you know, um, you know, being like a listener, you don't like see or do the things like behind the scenes for a podcast, like you know, right? For me, it's like for me, what I want to do, I'm like really small. I want to talk to the fans. I want to talk to people who played the games, and that's what my thing was about. It's like I'm not yeah. here to like get like big people. I'm just here to get the people that love the games. And why? Why do they love the games? Tell their story. Yeah. And you know, for even doing that, scheduling people, you know, making sure you don't fuck up on the schedule, recording it, editing yeah. it, putting yeah. in sound, putting in music. It's a fuck. It's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. And these guys like. Not just them, but like other other podcasts. It's you know, if you can do it, great. If it becomes if it becomes a job, then you'll be miserable doing right. it. I can understand right. why people like stop because it can get like tough at times, and it's just sure. like like everything. You know, moderation. Yeah. Just don't go gung ho on it. That's what I would say. But you know, for the Metal Gear game series. Um, I, you know, I never asked this question. Like for Ghost Babble, did you play Ghost Babble? I did play Ghost Babble. Okay, I did. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's it's fucking weird. Yes. Uh, I never, I never played the Metal Gear mm-hmm. specific games. Okay. And and then, okay, all right. I've tried lately. I tried oh, the originals. Know, yeah. Never yeah. played Metal Gear like. Metal Gear specific, mm-hmm. the old NES games. Mm-hmm. I tried when Subsistence came out, you know, mm-hmm. back on the PlayStation 2. Wrong place, wrong time for dumb teenager Adam 
just didn't oh. <laughs> didn't fit that uh, mold of video yeah. games that I was looking for. Too old, too old, they'll say. But then uh, I tried Unmetal, and that was good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like when I was a little kid with a, a Game Boy Advance, mm-hmm. of course you've got your backwards compatibility, so your your cartridge sticks out about yeah. two inches above. But yeah, that's how I engaged with Ghost Battle. I never had a Game Boy or a Game Boy Color. So once we got that, and I realized that there's a Metal Gear on this, mm-hmm. I want it. Like I don't care how bad it is. I don't care if it's bad. So. Um, yeah, could yeah. I could I tell you much about it anymore? Probably yeah. not, because I I engage with it in the moment, and I'm sorry, mm. I'm, I'm an adult and I've smoked a lot of weed, so and I've had kids and still so yeah <laughs> a lot of but man yeah like I remember I beat that game like mm-hmm. and that was one of those that I heavily engaged with game facts on y- young dumb kid but just mm-hmm. wanted to engage with it. Gotcha. No, it's, yeah. It, it's one that a part of me would like to emulate again someday mm-hmm. because all I remember is chip sounds, very mm-hmm. solid, very, very blue solid snake. Yes. But yeah, I, to this day, can I tell you what it was? No. Can I tell you mm-hmm. that, that, that version, that younger Adam enjoyed it? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would say, like, you know, I'm in the same boat. Like, most of these things i have to like look it up online like i have i remember playing these games i don't remember the details about it like story-wise no um i couldn't tell you like beat for beat like what happened in the game like right i I can remember like i started and then i ended it and i had a good time with it because it was a a middle gear it was a middle gear solid game for portable right for the Game Boy. It was a Game Boy Color, but like whatever Game Boy you had afterwards yeah. would play it. And it's like it was great. Like, dude, like how like, can you not like as a fan, like that was like a joy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you actually it was your first chance to take it with you. Exactly. Um yeah, you know, like I've beat Metal Gear Solid One mm. time and time again. But I yeah. am I had my one time with Ghost Battle. Mm-hmm. Ghost Babble was never the one that I went back to and just played again and again. It was like I had, oh God, what what did they call it back on the GBA? Like mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers Advance, whatever number it was, was mm-hmm. actually Super Mario World. Okay. Like cool. I spent a lot of my time with that. Played Ghost Babble, finished it. You've got wholly replayable Mario, mm-hmm. or young dumb kid. So Mario won, but yeah, that's what happened to. I was gonna say that's what happens to a lot of young gamers, like the re- replayability, like because for the Metal Gear games, it it's it gets it gets a lot, it gets intense. Yeah. Um, for Metal Gear, so, yeah, for the first one, I haven't played it since two thousand one. Hey. And I replayed it, and I was like, I would say to myself, and I streamed it, and I was like, holy fuck, how did I play this? Yeah. As a kid, I was like, this is like annoying the shit out of me now. Yeah. Kind of thing. It is archaic. I mean, it feels archaic. We had we had a family friend come out a few years back and mm-hmm. the, the kid, like he was probably 12, 13, I don't recall, but he had never played Metal yeah. Gear. He'd never played Metal Gear Solid. So it was like, all right, we're gonna spend the weekend, try and get through this. Mm-hmm. 
he did great all the way up until that final Rex fight. And yeah. like we are down to the wire, like down to the drop off at airport they have to go wire. So sadly, we never finished it, but it never finished that run. Mm. But I did go back after I got the uh, Legacy Collection, you know, for mm -hmm. PlayStation 3. And I did go back through one through four then. And that mm -hmm. was probably, oh, geez, more than six years ago at this point. Like, mm. well, yeah. Uh, what? Phantom Pain came out in 2015. Yeah, so probably yeah. six plus years ago because I did it after the Phantom Pain. Oh, okay. So, whew, yeah, it's rough. I mean, Ooh. it's if yeah. it had the modern day concessions, like I have the PlayStation Mini, and I did not touch it on that thing. That's not mm -hmm. how I want to experience that game. It's yeah. just not. Um, but yeah, like you, if you mm -hmm. gave us those games with modern day concessions like save states, yeah, uh, quick load stuff like that, like that game would probably be that could live up to a lot of modern day standards at this point. I would, and I would say it's also, it's also, it, it kind of hurts and hinders you if you've gone to like the new games and then you go back to the older games. Oh yeah, because then you think your your muscle memory and your brain would say like, oh. You can leap. Nope. Go ahead and hit you that button. Roll. Yeah, yeah, you can roll. Yeah, you can roll. Go ahead and hit that button. Yeah. No, no, not working. You're just gunned down right now. Um, but, like, I replayed it because, um, you know, I don't stream. I don't know how to do that shit properly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I found, like, on GOG, like, Metal Gear Solid Integral port. And I was like, okay, every reviews are very well. Like, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? And I got to the Rex fight, and somehow I would fucking die. Like, yeah. I replayed it maybe like 10 times. I was dying as I was killing Rex. Oh, yeah. Every single time. Oh, yeah. And the game was just glitching like fucking crazy. And I was like, I literally just started yelling into the camera, like, to like, probably like, you know, like 10 people were watching me. Like, what the fuck is this shit? This is fucking bullshit. Like, I fucking killed this guy like 10 times now. Why doesn't he fucking die? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. And you know, I had people try to help me, like, yo, this is the this is the PC port. The PC port shit. My right. Like, I, it, it fucks with you. Yeah. I was terrified. I wanted to buy them. I'm kind of glad I didn't, especially mm -hmm. yeah. based off this, but that sucks, man. Oh my god, the game got so so glitchy that when I was fighting Liquid, he somehow climbed like the destroyed ray dome and like stood over me. And somehow glitched and like ran right into me. Oh man! And I was like, "This game doesn't want me to fucking beat it." It was perfect no. from beginning all the way to you got to the Rex fight. All of a sudden, glitch, 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 glitch. It was just glitching like crazy. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like this game was playing perfect until until this point. And that's why I said to myself, "I'm just gonna replay it on my Legacy Collection and try right. to figure out how to do it from there." Yeah. I was like, "Forget it." Yeah. <laughs> I'll ask people like, "What do I do to get it prepared?" Kind of thing. But, oh, and coming off of that, mm. talk about like the strangest retcon in oh, history. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, why? Why did you give us two endings? <laughs> why is it Meryl or why is it Otacon? And then mm. come two, it's Otacon, mm -hmm. um, and then and then it comes until four, and you're like, "Oh, Meryl's still here." Mm. 
just not as uh, significant as Anime Boy, apparently, but... Yeah, that was just like... Yeah, I would say, like, if you play, you know, right off one, going to two, and you see Otacon, you're like, oh, they picked that ending. Yeah. And that's where you're gonna go, like, oh, Meryl died, like, I failed. Even right. though I, I, like, gave myself carpal tunnel to, like, <laughs> beat, to out, to just really last with Ocelot torturing me. But, uh, but you know what? After, if when I went back to play these games all over again, I kind of realized um, during the dialogue and the actions of Solid Snake, like in the beginning, you would see he had the stealth camouflage, yeah, and it broke. And I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense with that ending, right? But right. as you play through the game, when he gets, I forgot where it was exactly, but it's him and it's him and writing. He's giving him, him his. Was there an arsenal gear? And he just. Yeah, yep. he, he points infinite ammo. infinite ammo. So then I was like, wait a minute. Like, are you literally telling me, like, he somehow broke right. the laws of the first game to keep both people alive? Snake had a game shark. He was fine. <laughs> it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, I didn't see it until like, I went back, like, oh. What? Yeah, that's so, a good like, mix, yeah. Kind of thing, but, you know, I would say for. You know, for all of them, the one I replayed the least is three. And I don't know why. Everybody, most of the people, not everybody, but most of the people I've talked with, they love three because it's kind of like a mixture of like you're getting a better control scheme, you're getting like, well, the camera wasn't great for the original one, but for yeah, the, no. the re release, it got better. Yeah. Once Subsistence came out, everybody was yeah. in a little bit of hog heaven there for. Exactly. We got the third person camera now, guys. We're like a modern video game now. Um, probably because also enjoyable because it was like, this is the prequel to kind of like set up the rest of the storyline yeah. kind of thing. But I don't know. Like, I wasn't one of those people that, like, that fell head over heels for three. I enjoyed it. Right. But I was like, not, you know, in love. Like most people that I know. No, coming off of a uh, two. Mm. Two and a three, you're hit with a whole new mess of mechanics, right? Like, yeah. you're hit with inventory system, uh, hunger system, and actual proper... Jesus, uh, proper energy system, like an energy meter of sorts, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you've got health oh, you've got health and stamina. Yeah. So, and that was new. Like, you didn't have stamina until you... Until you try to be the guy that would do 99 push-ups, jumping mm. over the... Or not put, like, 99 pull-ups as riding. Yeah. Uh, but that never hit. So, yeah. To me, 3 on my first playthrough didn't mm. hit, man. Like, it okay. was... It was not... It was too mechanics-heavy, not Metal Gear solid-heavy. Mm. You know? Like, uh, it was a solid... It was a solid spy, Cold War-era mm. epic. But it wasn't... It wasn't the continuation of two. Mm-hmm. It expanded on the mechanics of the two, but kind of if you took everything and elevated it, like crank it to eleven would be yeah. it. But yeah, three on its first run just didn't mesh with me, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was a little kind of weird. Like I didn't I I hated the whole like I'm injured, gotta pause. Go right. This go into that menu. Oh no, yeah. my camouflage is like really low. Pause. Yeah. Go into that menu. It was like you have to like. There was a lot of break in the action. Yes. Um, and also like the, the thing that like kind of messed with me, the visuals. 
it was like trying to like kind of emulate its time period like yeah visually like so some areas were like kind of like heavy with like the orange and the red and right. it, would, it would like fuck with my eyes because like you know what also the guards are dressed kind of like similar ways where it's like is that a guard or is that a brush of, yeah. like a leaf like what the fuck is that like and everything moves and i'm like oh i'm gonna crawl and sneak back past the guy because my camouflage really high ow i got bit by a snake i got poisoned gotta go I'm to like, the menu now <laughs> i was like what the fuck game yeah. is this yeah i was like D uh, that was kind of like my thing i was like thank god for ava and her breasts yeah yeah that, that just... was like that would be like myself back then like yep. thank god she's in this game because if she wasn't <laughs> i'll be really fucking pissed right now yeah i just yeah i mean you kind of hit it all in the head like mm. you went from wall pressing against a tree mm. and your your camo meters at 85 yeah you crouched and then it went to 90. Mm -hmm. and then you lay down in the grass and here you are at 65 because you're wearing yeah. the wrong kind of like exactly. and that was the whole game yeah man that that kind of yeah. hits it right on the head that, yeah like you said <laughs> last time it was really oh what is it the fight with the fear mm -hmm. and he hits you with those fucking bolts so every time oh, you get hit with the bolt, yeah. you gotta go into a mini. Or the same with the uh, the pain, and you get hit with the beat. Mm -hmm. You have to go into a menu. It just yeah. yeah, it 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 drug itself out. And here you go. If you want some fun perspective, mm -hmm. swap swap your cutscene time from Metal Gear Solid Four to your menu your time your menu time in Metal Gear Solid Three. Yeah, move on. Save exactly. amount. Jesus. Exactly. And I, was, <laughs> I would say for three, I didn't know about this because um, for the for the, the boss fight for the end. I didn't know like if you stopped it and like either play with the the, the camera, the play with the clock system. Yeah, he would die. I just stopped it and be like, this fucking guy has tranked me and put me in prisons. I am taking a break. And back yeah. then, I would take like a week off from a game. Yeah, because I would get so frustrated. I I broke controllers, and you know back then I was I had part time jobs because it got to the point where like my parents were like. We're not buying you shit anymore. You're breaking it. You're going to buy it from now yep. on. You love these games? <laughs> go buy it yourself. So it's like, all right, all right, John needs to cool down. Like, you know, Johnny used to, like, chill out and, like, fucking stop with the controllers and stop breaking them. Like, pause. I would come back a week later and be like, oh, shit, he's dead? And I would think to myself, like, is that the game? Yeah. It's like, is, is that what's supposed to happen? And then my friend would be like, no, dude, you just, like, you could have played with the clock at the same, at the same day. And, like, if you wanted to. It was so kind you of, just naturally yeah. rage quit that long? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck this old man. He is fucking kill not killing me, but he's like making it like inevitable to like not be able to pass him. Right. And back then I was like thinking like, oh, what if I just like ran past out of the map? Can I do that? No. I was like, I gotta fight this guy like shit. Um, but you know, for three, it was okay. It was it was enjoyable. I did enjoy like you know the backstory of everything like that would lead to like the rest of the series yeah i i'm pretty sure that was mm. the first game to like ever make me cry like oh I'm for the pretty end pretty sure that yeah. yeah you know once you get to the end and you get the boss mm -hmm. and then like once all of the and here you go let me let me just take a guess like once all the blossoms mm. themselves like turn red you know you fucked up yeah and that game 
made you do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were... You had no choice. That was it. You pulled the button, like, you hit the button. Nowadays, you actually pull the trigger in modern Mm -hmm. You hit the button, goes red, you're done. Yep. And I don't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't pass it, right? It wouldn't like. No, there was no way. Yeah, you. You couldn't sure. set your you couldn't set your clock back twelve <laughs> days and come back. Yeah, no, it you had to wait. Yeah, no, because like for the boss fight, it was just like I didn't know what was happening. I was like, I was like, why are we just? Why like why am I standing here? Like what's happening? Yeah, I, was, I would literally like look around a room like I'm by myself in the dark. Like what the fuck is happening here? Right. Like because I remember like in the past games, like the game does fuck with you sometimes. Like for two. Um, the kernel AI would be like, shut the game off, and he was like all glitching and shit like that. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, all right, maybe I thought it was that kind of moment. Like, oh, this game yeah. like messed with me? Like, what's happening? Like, I just like ended up like pressing every single button. Like, oh right. shit, I was supposed to shoot her. Yeah. And I was like, and then from then I was like, a tear like, you know, like, but I wanted her to live. Yeah. Kind of thing. She was fine. I didn't like her for a bit, and then she came around. I wanted her to live. Yeah. Exactly. And that's a, it's a hoot. Um, gosh, if I had to make one like train of thought mm. poll, because I lost my other one, it derailed. Um, the Last of Us games, man, took a mm. lot from these games. Like especially now, like while we're listening to it, I yeah. uh, like while we're talking it out, it's not listening to it. Um, so you've got the character swap, right? Like mm-hmm. you've got you got Ellie to Abby, and then you got Snake to Raiden. Um, but then that last moment uh, where you don't want to pull the trigger on the boss, it's very like very close to the final fight. Sorry, guys, like spoilers for the last one's part of two. Um, but it's like the last fight between Abby and Ellie. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't want to do it, but yet this game is just pointing you in the direction. Per the director, like it's yeah. just pointing you in the direction you have to go no matter how much you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, come the end, you can see a lot of, a lot of the war crime specific, like the, the boss pulled. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for The Last of Us, like you see a lot of what Abby did per killing Joel. Again, sorry guys, spoilers for a game that's three plus years old at this yeah. point, or three years old. Um, but oh my gosh, like it really took this long for me to fully realize like the like the mm-hmm. magnetism between these two franchises. Cause I, in the beginning, yeah, I, I always saw the character pull to a different one as a Metal Gear Solid 2 specific kind of influence. Mm-hmm. But now as we're talking about like you have two characters in two games that you don't necessarily want to kill, but mm-hmm. For this story to continue, you gotta try. You gotta yeah. hit that button. So, I was like, I was like, rewind it back. Like, if you try, you tried the original Metal Gear, right? Did you try Metal Gear Two? I've never tried Metal Gear Two because I never okay. finished Metal Gear One. Like, gotcha. I was, I, I was that level of a purist to know that if I didn't finish one, I wasn't going to continue to the other. So, I'm, is there a, is there a difference? Am I missing? Well, um, for two, it does, like, compared to one, it's, like, leaps and bounds. 
Okay. Like, Gameplay-wise, um, graphically, it's 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 gotten better. I mean, it is what it is. Like, yeah. kind of like eight bit kind of thing. Right. It does look better versus Metal Gear was kind of it kind of like Metal Gear the OG Metal Gear was kind of like that. You know, you had to experiment and right. You just like it just hit it right. And just like you got like the attention of people, and then you know somewhere down the line, somebody thought it was a good idea to make a sequel without the creator or supposed Oof. creator. Yeah. And then you be like, "Here's Snake's Revenge," which for some reason, like when I think of Snake's Revenge, I get like that '80s guitar riff and like that, um, you know, heavy metal like hairband guy streaming into the microphone, like Snake's Revenge kind of thing. When everybody thinks about the title, I don't know why. Yeah. Well, uh, you know. Thank God for that, because then you get like Kojima going like, the fuck did you guys well, do? Yeah. Kind of what happened? I turned my back for five <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Metal Gear 2 um, kind of plays the same as Metal Gear Solid. Okay. So you, you get the introduction of the crouch and the crawling for that game kind of thing. Sure. And then the Soliton radar and then the codec. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of like it's it's like beta and like beta stage and it's like all right we perfected it for the playstation now it's like here it is this is what we wanted to do all this time but never we didn't have the capabilities to do it yet that was the kind of situation um story-wise i mean you could probably like just for any fan out there they could just probably just read it i I wouldn't recommend you know because they're tough like the games are fucking right it's exhausting like for you like for the first one, you don't know what the fucking guards are looking, and you get caught yeah. automatically. Guess what? Yeah. I think like three shots and you're dead. Kind of thing happens. Um, those games required a guide, right? Yeah. So if you don't have a guide, you're just like wandering in the dark, going like I've gone in circles so many times. Where the fuck do I go next? Yeah. And no one's gonna give you any information because it's kind of like that thing where it's like trial and error. Go figure it out for yourself, kind of thing. But you know, I would say like try it if it fucking upsets you and frustrates you yeah but move like, on move on yeah exactly <laughs> so you, you get the gist of the story like afterwards like yeah you don't have to did, sit here and like you, dive deep into it kind of thing did you uh play on metal at all yes i'm, okay. I'm currently at playing metal i have like that this is the one thing i have there's like a sickness where i have all these systems like i have i have like a switch light thing i have like this team deck i have like an xbox uh whatever it's called s yeah for each of these i have an unmetal for each of these systems and i'll be like (laughs) i'm gonna play it in this system like and finish it nope next system yeah i'm gonna finish on this system finish it nope next system and it's like i got three different unmetals with three different like save stations like kind of like parts like one has like just in the beginning one is in the middle one's like near the end so I'm hoping to finish it in one of those systems. Yeah, I, think. I, I, mean, I should. Mm. I I feel like I was halfway through and yeah. I should go back. But I hit a spot where like you're in a camp. Yeah, uh, you've never done that in a Metal Gear game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like you're in a camp, and there's a there's a certain set of like five or six guards, I think, mm. that do a loop. So they oh. go from, and I think yeah. I, I want to say the camp itself is maybe five or six screens. Mm-hmm. And of course, you've got your Metal Gear like shortcut. So you can crawl through this direction. You can mm-hmm. walk this way. Um, 
but yeah, they're still just following this designated path. Yeah. Thankfully, the game gives you like arrows, so when mm -hmm. they're coming, it's like. But yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Never got past that. Yeah. I'm sure it's easy if I just sat and focused, but yeah, one of these days I'd love to go back through it. Uh, Jesse Fox was that's the <laughs> dumbest fucking character I could ever think of to put in a Metal Gear game, and that's what make it like that's what makes it perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, what a what a strange game to play. No, I would say like you don't have to play this like what they would call the MSX originals because that was basically, right. I think one of the guys are like kind of like basically like not engineered but like designed the game was like was a fan of those Metal Gear games. There was like yeah. some kind of story where it's like he never played the you know modern the modern games of like the PlayStation's PlayStation right. and so forth. He just like loved and enjoyed MSX versions and just yeah. like. I want to make a game that's kind of like that. And so when I played it, I was like, oh shit, this is just like Metal Gear 2. Yeah. But like with heavy on the humor, I was like, I can yeah. get behind this. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah, let's get this going. Heavy on the humor. Holy shit, yeah. Um, but like, I would say for your, I remember that part. Like, yeah, you just gotta like sit down and like, all right, I'm gonna concentrate just a little bit more. Right. To get out of this. But yeah, I, I can see like, there are parts in the game that frustrates it will frustrate you like like how the fuck do i get past this boss like when i first played it i was like this fucking grenade guy is like really pissing me off like what the yeah fuck? yeah like, come on and like the next boss was like some kind of like com i don't know what it was like i think commander boss or something i don't know it was like really generic name bosses kind of thing right where it's like um, um oh yeah no yeah. sorry oh no i was like you know it was just like like any other game like sit down and concentrate on it kind of thing yeah but Who can do that these days? Know, I, 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 mean, I can't. Like when I usually, when, you know, at home at night, it's like it's, it's edible time. It's like I want to like let my brain like fucking shut down for a bit and just like enjoy a nice little yeah buzz. Yeah, yeah. Let's like just that. ride this out and have a little fun <laughs> for a minute. Uh, have you mm. heard of signals? I've heard like, of it. Here's a here's a yeah. like far throw into the background. Signalis mm. is, let's say you take Silent Hill and Resident Evil, mm. and then give it that Metal Gear camera. Okay. And almost the same pistol that she uses for a large chunk of the game is the fucking SOCOM. Mm. But it is. And it's like PlayStation 1 era graphics. Mm -hmm. You know, so take that old snake PS1 face mm -hmm. and just modernize it barely. But this game gripped kind of my my two-week vacation after Christmas this past year. And I heard about it on podcasts, I heard about it mm -hmm. in Game of the Year list, never really looked at reviews, didn't care much. Like something says I should play this. And then so like I said, you take Silent Hill, the creepiness, and Resident Evil with the survival error effect, like the survival horror factor of you have to conserve ammunition, you have to find things for puzzles, things like that. Mm -hmm. But it it does have that metal gear solid camera. Like it's got mm -hmm. the panoramic point down and it the visual style is just metal gear solid oh okay but 
there are, let's say there's hallways full of enemies and you have you have the choice like you can just run past them because hmm. of course it's a like a survival horror game so the first shot that you pop off and mm -hmm. like enlivens the room to your presence so if you can just kind of you got a hallway and if you can just weasel past mm -hmm. you can snake your way through it just fine but yeah, I, like that is probably the closest to a modern day Metal Gear Solid that we can get. Mm -hmm. Dis like not counting Unmetal. Unmetal, okay. I think, lives in the obviously lives in the 2D era, mm -hmm. but I think is a good 3D <laughs> creepy uh, juxtaposition. Signalis can definitely fill that slot. Oh, nice! That's I'm but silly. it's. It's anime and it's creepy. So if you don't like mm. both, but I would say like Johnny likes both of those. There you go. I'm always looking for something like plays a little like homage to like those games, because it's like the games I grew up with. So it's like I have yeah. like I it would be like all right, I'm gonna be nostalgic for it and I'm gonna like go into it. Like I can get back, I can get behind those graphics now. And right. most of the indie games are like doing that now, where it's like. Yeah. Doing like the retro thing, and like the young kids can like play like games that like look like from my time, but like with better like gameplay mechanics. Yeah. Where it's like I kind of like want to sit them down, but like, hey, you want to play like a really fucking tough game? Come play these Ninja Turtle games with me. Like that'll like <laughs> fucking make you like go nuts. I think Shredder's Revenge was like a f uh, the world's forgiveness for how old are those <laughs> games were. Johnny, I'm, I hate to do it. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna take yep. a break real quick. I'm gonna grab some ice. Yeah, and I'll be yeah. right back. I know you're chewing. I took my Invisalign out. Oh, shoved okay. Like, shoved like half a pork chop in my mouth. <laughs> so. <laughs> I was. What are you drinking there? Oh, you know, I'm just drinking a boring seltzer. Oh, that's boring. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. The other. You know, streams like I was doing with um, Amanda Lemon, who's doing a, a fan run Metal Gear convention over in LA. So, like, my first two like interactions with her, like, I would talk to her like on Twitter and stuff like that. My first two interactions, like, you know, doing this like Zoom thing, um, I was like, first time was like high, and second time was drunk. So, it's like, third time I had to be stone cold sober to like <laughs> give her a better impression. Like, I'm not always drunk and high, like, nah. that's not me. Like I just do it because, like you know, hey, I'm going to the weekend, and you know, I need to like fucking unwind here. Yeah, we should uh, we should do one of these where we're just both <laughs> just fucking drunk out of our shit. That'd be fun as fuck. Uh, so we came off Signalis, we came off on Metal. Yeah. Do you feel like mm -hmm. a Metal Gear Solid movie will ever happen? Oh, uh, that's my next question to you because you know what. <laughs> What's his name? Jordan Vogt Jordan Roberts. Jordan Roberts, yeah. He was, he was hard. He was running hard on a campaign. You know, showing all these, like, promotional artwork and, like, talking about, like, you know, he's attached to the movie. Yep. And then I was like, is he attached? Or is he, like, just saying he's attached? Like, he can't right. say something without like, being true, right? Like, those yeah. people just don't do that on the internet, right? Say something that's not true. No, nobody's ever done that. <laughs> But, you know, if it did feel like for that moment, like, holy shit, like, maybe it actually would happen. Right. Kind of thing. Well, and especially for, like, mm. Kong Skull Island, like, yeah. in, 
he was heavy talking about. I made a mm-hmm. sequence where Tom Hiddleston's character broke in. It was a full Metal Gear Solid thing. It's like, mm-hmm. did you though? <laughs> I see the storyboards, but you can that can happen. Mm-hmm. People can just do that. Yeah. But did you really? And noting, uh, what's his name? What what's the wolf's name from Okami? Oh, Oma, Omaratsu. I'm gonna butcher it. Sorry, guys. But like, he had a whole catalog of video game based characters that he wanted to take inspiration of, and it's like, you got the concept art, you didn't get it in the movie. There's a difference. I can see where you wanted to or you tried. But it never came around. So it's kind of one of those talk about it, be about it kind of things. You know, yeah. like, and you hate to take it to those terms, but you, mm-hmm. if, if you're really doing this, then do it. Yeah, because you know what? That movie has been like talked about forever. Like, I remember like going back like way, like right after its release, maybe like a year or two later. Yeah. talks about a movie and I've heard like so many directors and like leads attached to it I remember one point it was like oh you know we're talking with Steven Spielberg to like helm the direction yeah. Tom Cruise is his lead and I was like well Tom Cruise is very short and I don't know like I mean, he might be able to fit in a box Yeah, I can see that but you know what looked fucking weird Tom Cruise in a blonde wig with an English yeah. accent and then I thought to myself, like, that was like me as a kid. I was like, now it's like, well, what are they going to do like about the twinning thing? Like, are they going to, like, have, right. like, Oscar Isaac, like, have a British accent? Like, I, I saw, like, a little bit of Moon Knight, but... Right. I was like, is, is he going to have blonde hair? Or is it just, like, two Oscar Isaacs yelling at each other? Like, yep. Like, how weird is this going to get? Like, I, I can enjoy weird. It's like, but... I don't know, it's... I kind of like. I kind of do want it to happen, but then I don't at the same time. I don't know. I if feel I'm like, like, yeah. I don't know if it could be a hundred twenty-minute movie. Yeah. And I know these days, like longer and longer is becoming the norm. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it could happen in a hundred eighty-minute movie. Because mm-hmm. um, there's, there's a lot. There's for the one game. There's a lot to like try to like yeah. squeeze into like because you want to make it to like. A summer blockbuster film right so you can get right. like, as much money as possible um but you know how long is this movie gonna be like are you gonna break the first movie into like two right like what are you doing like no one has an answer like everybody's just showing like hey check out this cool artwork like it's solid snake from the first game but he's shooting yeah. at geckos right is that cool yeah. or what hey here's here's gray fox in his cyborg ninja outfit but he's fighting uh, what the fuck was he fighting? Like he was fighting something that was not from his time. I, uh, no, it was I'll, something very yeah. random. Yeah. And I was like, I was looking around like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. Are we like, okay? I, I can see like, yeah. This is this is artwork to like, kind of like, fan the flames, like get right. people like going. Like, I, like I don't think it's gonna actually be the product. No. And and from you know from like talking to other people and. There's like an idea where it's like maybe he was like told like if you want to helm this project, you know, send out like on your social media platform how much is there an interest in it and we'll gauge right. that interest. 
So if you kind of do that thing where it's like, it's not really part of like the actual company, it's just this one creative. Yeah. People will hold back on the interest of like, I'm going to hold back until this actually says official. Yeah. Kind of thing. Well, and that's, that's the problem that we've hit almost within the like, last yeah. matter of days. Um, mm -hmm. American McGee, the creator of Alice, uh, Jesus, here we go. I'm in the space on what the first one was. But, you know, like the American McGee's Alice, I think is literally what the first game was called. Mm -hmm. And it's just a twisted tale on the Alice in Wonderland games. Mm -hmm. um, and then the EA published that one and then ea published ea madness returns and then here in the last couple of days it's like e um american mcgee said there's no funding you know mm. like but he had a kickstarter he found all these artists he found costume artists environment artists blah 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 blah, blah. and that project fizzled but mm. nobody has officially stated the metal gear solid movie is not yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. and that's that's the strangest thing because that mm -hmm. was Kong Island. I feel was like ten years ago. Yeah, I was gonna say like maybe like it, it, it felt like it, a while. It felt like it's, a while. It's somewhere between like seven and ten years. Uh, but you can't tell me this guy's still making this movie, and you can't tell me yeah, like you said, yeah. he he might as well have been the marketing. Like mm -hmm. you, you put a good director or an up and coming director at that time mm -hmm. behind it and say, he wants to do this, see who comes out. But I feel like maybe he got super pumped when he was like digitally scanned in for like Death Stranding. Yeah. Meeting. I would say he he met him because yeah. on this go around, the, the difference between um, the last franchise, I see that he's also like getting very involved with um the actors and like the people he's putting into his game right where he's meeting them like the weird thing was from before it's like there was a split where it's like he's not meeting the american counterparts but he's heavy on his on his side in, in japan with like with those people right. like which is understandable because like you would lean towards that yeah kind of thing where yeah so maybe i'm thinking like he kind of like met him and was just like he fed off that energy and just like right. ran to Sony and said like I'm Jordan Fork Roberts and I'm taking this project uh, yeah kind of thing I don't know um I would say like yeah after like Kong Skull which I looked it up it was like 2017 which is like holy shit is that long ago wow was it really that recent okay I'm like that's recent that's yeah it's only like years? six years so it's, it's wow it's, that feels ages ago it does that's what I was saying like maybe because we got like bombarded with all these like you know, like, what was it universal? Like, they were trying to do this whole, like, monster universe yeah. thing. I think that was, like, what they were trying to do. But, like, that movie I did enjoy. Like, that was actually an enjoyable yeah. film. Yeah, it was. And, you know, I was like, okay, I could kind of see, like, you know, with his kind of style and direction, what he was going with. Right. Kind of thing. And it's well, like, yeah, go ahead. Like, does Metal Gear itself pivot, like, mm. beholden to Metal Gear lore? Five games, five plus games, I guess. Mm. Is that a TV show? You know, is that yeah. now? Yeah. Do you pivot to the the Last of Us? I'm not going to say the Resident Evil show, guys. Sorry that Netflix one was not good. Um, but do you mm. like pivot more towards premiere television? But then where do you split it? Because if you were to split Metal Gear Solid One 
as a film, do you split at the disc break? Which doesn't make fucking sense for a movie. <laughs> like, that would be a no. terrible way to end a movie. You would fucking get people upset. Like, the fans would probably riot. Like, what yeah. the fuck? You, like, throw their popcorn We're going in a sniper wolf! <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, love dies on the battlefield, and so do this fucking first movie. Just move on. Wait six months, guys. Uh, yeah, I don't see it. Yeah. And here you go. Let's swap out Oscar Isaacs for Adam Driver. Yeah, I can see that. But mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> like, I could see it. I, mean, I don't know if I want to. You could see it. You could visually see it. Like, yeah, I could see him in that outfit, seeing the sneaky suit. I don't know about the bandana. Would he be like, no? I believe my character wouldn't wear this bandana, like the actor, you know? I'm like, yeah. Uh, they even asked like Oscar Isaac like premiered like is Metal Gear Solid movie happening and it's like kind of like well they're you getting tell a me. script like yeah exactly it's kind of like the thing where it's like they're working on a script I think yeah and it's like I don't know I can see it as a series um, because it's just like making so much content but you know what with what's happening with the games like do we do we want like a non physical media right that would be that would be so on on on, the, on konami be like yeah it turned into digital and no physical release you can't even rent it on like on itunes or like google play store our licensing is up pull it from i don't know what it would be like oh because everybody's crying poverty now yeah. all the streaming companies would be like whoa is us we can't fuel all of our jets the last right. jet has to be like no fuel so we're cutting all this content. Say goodbye. So uh, now instead of a series of Metal Gear, you get three episodes for the first three games, and that's it. I, and that's that's what I don't feel like any anybody's ever been able to answer. Like, what mm -hmm. game do you base it off of? Do you base it off of, like off mm -hmm. of a specific game? Because you know, like we already said, Metal Gear Solid One itself is yeah pretty fucking dense. And then if yeah. you go to two, there's no engaging with a uh, like there's no engaging with a cinematic crowd for mm -hmm. two. Two comes down to user experience specifically. Yeah, and almost the same as five does. Like you, you have to be invested in these in four other games or six other games even to fall into five. So. There's a lot of these games that, and we can. I'm I'm going to ignore, mm -hmm. um, praying that like, I'm going to ignore Mantis himself. Oh okay. I about said praying Mantis. Like uh, I'm yeah, going to ignore. I'm going to is ignore that and everything that he carries with it. Mm -hmm. You can't do put your controller in port two in a theater no. and if you want the memory card moment like i see you bought tickets to trolls 2 <laughs> or frozen 95 like you can't do that twice mm -mm. so there yeah. mm -hmm. it it could never live up to expectations so it you hate to say it but some projects may just need to be left on the table yeah I mean, as much as like probably Konami wants to like gain some money for all right. that they spent on, but 
I don't think it's worth like how do you break the fourth wall in these games? Yeah, like we went and saw the Mario movies, right? Yeah, yeah. The Mario movie this weekend. Solid, mm. did it, great. The difference between probably a caliber of fans between these two games, mm. nobody's gonna go to Mario expecting an Oscar-winning film. Yeah, that's true. But sadly, the Metal Gear fandom is so full of itself sometimes. Sorry, guys. They would... You want Khan's opener. You want that that first night in Hollywood. You want it to win Oscars for best acting, best cinematography, mm. best adapted screenplay. That's not what we're getting. No. If we get anything, and let's say I take the two asteroids, you're going to get Oscar Isaac as Solid Snake, Adam Driver as a blonde liquid snake looking terrible, and they're going to say nonsensible bullshit to each other, and then we're going to say, I didn't expect this, and it's going to get like 29 on Rotten Tomatoes. So mm-hmm. do we really want this? I, I don't think we do. Yeah. Uh, it no. just there's no way it can live up to the expectations of all of this time that we've been told that the film's happening mm-hmm. and it's not going to live up to our expectations of what we would want from a Metal Gear story yeah sure so I know everybody's probably every three to five weeks three to five months some people probably three to five days going to Jordan Butt Roberts and saying when Metal Gear just let it go. I mean, it was a fun passion project for him for a while, and I'm sure it sucks as a director and writer and movie producer to lose a project, but of all the things that you should just let fall by the wayside, let it be Metal Gear. Yeah. You know, we've had we've had trial and error for Resident Evil alone, which mm-hmm. is a series that's not as old as Metal Gear. Metal Gear is a property but became popular around the same time as Metal Gear Solid did. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us can look at what those films and that TV series on Netflix specifically became. And guys, like everybody, we don't want that. Mm-hmm. This, We don't want that same treatment. I know we want to see another, another way to experience our favorite franchise, but don't let this be it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna say don't wait for Konami to remake Metal Gear Solid Three, as the, as somebody says oh, every April Fool, like God. every April Fools. But we don't want this mm-hmm. because it's never gonna live up to our expectations. It's never gonna live up to what we want. It's never gonna be the story because no two fans are gonna see that story in their heads in the same way. Mm-hmm. If you made a Metal Gear Solid One movie one person sees decoy octopus another one wants you to see the tank and vulcan raven mm. so okay. who do you take is more important right like decoy opt like octopus mm. strangest character of metal gear solid itself yeah. but vulcan raven obviously is still also the strangest character of that damn game for being what he is and then being a toy in the second game but i don't know it's weird 
it's a strange it's a strange topic like we live in a world where this has been talked about enough and it's not happened let's let it go yeah. right i would say that i would i would agree with you 100 like you know what it's just better how we experience it through the game systems yeah kind of thing and for you know you hit it right on the money like for the first one decoy octopus like what like what the hell was that like really all about like yeah. we were we were totally like, everybody was like unique like you know special operations from town like everybody like deco octopus he was fucking master disguise and yeah. i think like later on like um people have said that you know if they didn't kill up his character he was gonna like disguise himself throughout the whole game and kind of like yeah I was like, okay, like that would've been kind of cool, but like it's still weird. It's like he was a right. weird character. Like he would like to be fully submersed, he needed like the person's like bodily fluids and their blood in his system as well. And I was like, dude, that is fucking creepy as shit. I was like, you're gonna like disguise yourself as this like as the what was the DARPA chief, and yep. you're gonna take his blood in you. First of all, I'm like, dude, you shouldn't be transfusing people's blood yeah, in your no, in I, your body whatsoever. Like, like, yeah, all right, yeah, you're some like hard ass motherfucker who like disguises yourself, which we never hear from anybody. You never hear from it ever again. Not even like in the past games. It's like we're saying it right now. If you <laughs> if you are wearing the active camouflage, or if you're wearing the camouflage, mm. you've injected yourself with decoy octopus blood. It's canon. Mm. We did it. It's terrible. But yeah, no, it's mm -hmm. it is the largest gap in history. Maybe instead of Eli, they should have just put Eric and called Decoy Octopus fucking Eric for all I know and just expanded his character. Yeah. Instead we look Kojima probably really liked X Men. Really liked Yeah. like really liked those characters and was like I, I need a mystique mm -hmm. in my in my game and then here we are with terrible oh man so what are some other questions you wanted to hit let's let's kind of maybe rapid fire this would be almost good what are you playing right now how about that what am I playing right now? I am I am actually going through like all the games one by one now. For oh shit! Solid. Again? Wow. I'm doing all over again. That's what I'm saying. Like for um, for the first one, uh, I haven't played it since 2001. So I recently played that, and it just fuck it like almost broke me. It's like, do I want to redo all these games all over again? Right. And then I kind of like shot myself in the foot, like going back into the Million Money's Discord. It's like they asked what's your game nomination so i kind of told nick like i want miller solid too yep to sort of like kind of like give me that nudge like yeah you're gonna keep going and fucking like replay all these games all over again yeah kind of thing but other than that it's like you know if i'm playing other games like you know it's i'm trying to finish unmetal okay it's yeah not, it's not successful but like you know all this other stuff um you know I'm playing like you know what's recently come out. It's like you know the Resident Evil games. Like I, you know, I actually didn't like get a chance to like do play the remake. So it's like Resident Evil. I remember playing the older games with the tank controls. Yeah, right. So it's like you know getting the remake is like a refresher. And it's like holy crap! Like it is like I'm actually enjoying it more now 
than I did then, like, kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, with 4, it's like, I haven't played it yet, but it's like, I remember playing it on the GameCube, and I was like, it's not that bad. It's like, I nah. kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. It's like, I was one of those sickos that, like, played it on the Wii with the chainsaw controller. Yeah, nice. That made no God, sense. That, thing is, that fucking uh, made no that sense. That is illogical. Uh, so, yeah, man. Like I've replayed four. And I I played four. Uh, sorry, I played I played the remake before, and I replayed yeah. four probably a year mm-hmm. or so ago. Yeah, like it, it hit a sale over Christmas on Xbox. It was like, fuck, mm-hmm. I've owned it on six other consoles. I might as well just have it on one more, right? Um, yeah, but I would play through it again. Not bad. Like it still holds mm-hmm. up. But if you're playing through the Resident Evil 1 remake, like the mm-hmm. GameCube remake, yeah. give 2 a try. Like, 2 always okay. goes on sale, mm-hmm. but the remake of 2 is, is it feels so good. Like, that yeah. is a top-tier game. Uh, they mm. they did all the modern concessions you want while still holding on to the run to this room, find this key, come back, blah, 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 blah. Uh, somewhere in the middle is a safe place, and then mm-hmm. there's like 12 liquors and 14 zombies. But you'll be fine. But yeah, like two solid. Mm-hmm. I I would probably still hold two remake above four. Okay. Just because it was not only the first of the remakes, but mm-hmm. it was the first to add that control style. Mm-hmm. The map system, man. Like uh, you've got red or blue. So mm-hmm. red means you still have to explore. Blue means you've got everything out of it. That alone is a game changer in that style of game, right? So, like, you can go through everything in a room mm. or feel like you did somewhere in the corners of Earth. Walk back oh, in there, okay. pick it up, boom goes blue, you're solid. Like it, two is a perfect game. Okay. Two is one of those things that I would probably, one of the few games, sorry, that I would say perfect game. Okay. Yeah, no, because I say, like, I, I'd started too because like, um, it, you know, it's all these you know games are like being re- remade and like re-released, oh, yeah. and they some of them do go on sale, pretty good deals, and it's like I got like that bug was like, well, I played this game like a long time ago, like I kind of want to see like what did they do, and like you said too, it's like, man, it's like it really like it made me enjoy going back into the Resident Evil games, yeah. kind of thing, and it's like I'm doing this thing where it's like. I've played these games in the past and they're all like being like made for today. So it's like, oh, yeah. you know, here's Doom and Doom Eternal. It's like, I remember playing Doom on my PC. Right. And I was like, whoa, what is this? Like, holy shit. It's like, it's blowing my damn mind. Kind of thing. But for you, right on the money, for two, it's like, I am not, like, you know, obviously he's supposed to be like somewhat terrified of Mr. X. Right. Because especially like now he can come after you like what was it, like in the main hallway. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, the whole police station is free range. Yeah. So it's like, okay, like that's a little scary, but I also feel like confident because that control scheme is like it's for the modern games where yeah. it's like, oh, I got a little leg up here. It's like, because back then it was like tank controls and it's like, holy shit, I got to like, it's going to take me like two minutes to turn all the way to the right to like get right. my gun at this person yeah. kind of thing. But, you know. Like I said like from before, like those are the you know, the games of the time. It's like I enjoyed yeah. them. And yeah. now they're being you know, for um not just for like the fans of the past, but like people for today, like who haven't played those games from before. This is their their first introduction. So that's a great way to like, you know, get a hold of the old fan base and make a new fan base come together. 
kind right. of thing. And yeah. that's that's what it's like. It should be for like almost all these franchises, which they all do. Yeah. They all come back and they're like, hey, old fans, you know, we know you love this game. You're going to come back to it. Hey, new fans, check this shit out. You haven't seen this before. Yeah. If you want the fun mm-hmm. one, like I I played through Resident Evil Remake. My yeah. fucking son is playing through the Resident Evil Remake. <laughs> so that's how like that's yeah. how far we are now. Yeah. That I've I've got a, a child in this house playing through a game, a remake of a game that I played yeah. back it's it's insane um fun here's a fun one what what gaming magazines did you have to buy back in the day oh yeah you know what i used to like be heavy on electronic gaming monthly egm yeah man. yeah yeah i was gonna say before they took away like the whole lettering it was just like egm before it was yep. actually write the whole yeah act yes. name out yes um game pro was like it was okay. I noticed, like, towards the end of it, they cut a lot of shit and made it really, uh-huh. really smaller and smaller. I was like, fuck that. I'm not paying for that. Um, Especially and, when it went, like, six ninety nine an issue. Oh, yeah. That was, like, yeah. that was a lot of money for, like, back then. Like, yeah. Um, for, I mean, other than that, like, I used to try to subscribe to, like, you know, the, if I had a system for it. So it's, like, PlayStation Magazine because it came right. with the demo disc. And I was like, yeah, cool. It's like, I'm going to be able to, like, check out these games that like they're trying to introduce to like people like you know i thought that was like a really neat idea like nowadays right. like you could just download the demo straight from your system it's not the same it doesn't no feel the same. you waited so, for that disc so do you remember the difference between psm and opm so mm-hmm. P- psm being the playstation magazine <laughs> unofficial yeah. but didn't say it <laughs> and then you had opm standing in for the official playstation magazine Man, opium like mm-hmm. opium was good because it had the discs, mm-hmm. but PSM always had the uh, always had like great art. Yes, like uh, a lot of the art, if I remember correctly, like used to go on the uh, like Capcom or Street Fighter swimsuit like summer edition, but like they always had a great E three issue. Mm-hmm. Like, they had five pages, probably, of E3, and then they'd have a little thumbnail, what we'd call a thumbnail these days, of, like, 150 games, a little snippet of them. And I miss game magazines. I really do. Right? Like, I mean, obviously, nowadays, like, everything's funneled through, like, the internet and, like, social media. But, like, I miss those days. I miss those days where it's, like, if I didn't subscribe to it, I would go to like the supermarket or to the bookstore and be like, yeah. I need to find the new issue of such and such. Yep. And you know, they, there was a lot of like creative things they did like for those magazines back then, like you know, check out the the advertisements and the you know promotional artwork for like whatever game's coming out next. And you know, here comes April. Oh, we're gonna like fuck with you and like mess you on this April Fool's yeah. like it's joke like April ideas. Fool's but, issue, you man. Know, in the beginning, when they started that, they didn't tell you it was Super Bowls. Yeah. They were hoping you would, like, kind of pick up on it. Right. So, like, I would see, like, holy shit, like, GoldenEye? I can play all the Bonds? Like, let me fucking try that out. Ten minutes go by, I'm like, that's fucking a lie. Can't fucking it's like, do you that. fucking yeah. got me. What the hell? Um, but I feel like almost all the magazines had, like, an official, and then there was, like, an unofficial yeah. kind of so, thing. Yeah, like... I don't know what the Nintendo or Xbox was, but there definitely was mm. Nintendo Power, right? 
And yeah. Then, and then it was obviously the same publishing company because there was the official Xbox magazine. But yeah, man, like PSM, PlayStation Magazine, and OPM, official yep. PlayStation Magazine. Like, I, I wanted them for two different reasons, right? Mm. Like, I wanted PSM because I wanted the art. I wanted the fun, right? Like, I wanted to just enjoy reading a magazine. And then OPM, of course, I bought because I wanted the fucking demo discs. But then I feel like even back then it was like, once I realized the difference between the two, why do I want to buy the OPM magazine Mm -hmm. for anything else? Because I know what's coming with it. You're going to get this PlayStation game rocks. This PlayStation game's great. Like, maybe, but let me just play it. Let me play it and I'll figure it out myself. Yeah, man, I miss that era. Like, what a time. I know. And then Game Informer tried to hold on, and then GameStop itself yeah, as a company uh, just kind of is garbage. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah was, what a time. I would say, like, I don't really like GameStop very much. I no. did like the magazine, Game Informer. Right, Game Informer was great. Yeah, it was kind of like, they kind of did a thing where it's like, you can save a little bit by bundling, like, with, like, the card to get the issue and i was like i right. just want the magazines can i just buy yeah. the magazines yeah it's like i don't want to come back in the store again yeah then you realize there's just a website and it's like uh bye <laughs> never seen you again yeah um, exactly. oh man i had a good question and it just faded away what's your favorite moment let's say out of the let's say out of the main five what's your favorite moment oh okay here we go um i saw it too where it's like um, Salt Snake and Ryder like escaping, and Fortune like literally like, comes in to kind of like stop them. And it's like you get that like you've seen like the you know the gifts and like the means where it's like um, quickly Snake is like aiming right at her, you know, snapping his like assault rifle, and you get like that moment where it's like she's coming here like she's after him like. You had that battle with her, but you weren't really the main target. She was looking for him. She was looking for Solid Snake. Right. And for that moment, I was like, oh, it's going to go down. I was like, are we going to be a spectator to this? Like, do we join in on the fight? Like, what the heck? What's going to happen? Nope. I know. Uh, but, like, the whole, like, badass moment where it's, like, um, where, like, I think Solid Snake says something like, you know, like, if you're looking for death, like, I'll bring it to you or something like that. It's like, that combination of that and Solid Snake literally breaking his handcuffs to go after liquid ocelot in the middle of your ray like just like this one guy is gonna jump into the water and swim after a metal gear like what the fuck like he is he he's that super i was like i don't remember like seeing those kind of abilities before but like let's go like i want to see that which we didn't and i was like how like he put a tracker on that fucking thing like well did it stop at one moment like what happened but you know just that moment between like interaction between him and fortune like yeah. that was like that solidified me for yeah. the series basically yeah that's yeah mm. i think that that plays against every expectation that anybody would ever have it to <laughs> <laughs> um i really do love the mm. fucking ridiculous mm. konami code handshake like the Otacon oh, solid yeah. snake solid. Oh like man. That that moment itself, like just 
even not knowing what that means, mm-hmm. like what the Konami code is, mm-hmm. just you get that you get that bro love. You just get yeah, that, you just get Otacon. You realize why Otacon lived and not Meryl in a moment. Like mm-hmm. this friendship or this partnership came from you picking that ending. Like, mm-hmm. like that that all led to this dumb ass handshake. <laughs> But it is so fun to watch, right? Mm. Like, it is so good. I would say that, uh, that, that part kind of gets you pumped, right? It does. Like, like, yeah, like let's go. Like, yeah, let's go. You're, you're this. ready to go save some more people. And it's like, no, Bonnie can't save them all. Because he's like, <laughs> um, probably a follow up to that would be the one that actually was just in the E3 trailers at the time mm. is the Raiden and Vamp fight from 4. Like, okay. Just. Bang my mm-hmm. action figures together, dude. Do, do dumb shit. <laughs> do the twisty twist with the legs during the capoeira esque thing. Like, give me that. Whatever. Yeah, I just man, this this game series is special. I wish it would have continued. I yeah. if, if there were a Mandela timeline, like let mm-hmm. it be one where Metal Gear continues. Right. Like, I know. Let, let it be one where five isn't it. Five was finished. Five <laughs> actually was wrapped up. And then it continued into six. And man, I can't even tell you what I'd want six to be. But just let some of these characters live on. Let some of them die out. I don't know. But there's a there's a world out there where Metal Gear's not done. And I, I want to be in that world. <laughs> ending with five man it's just it's too bad yeah and i i don't buy the whole well you're you're meant to feel empty yeah you're supposed to feel the you're supposed to feel empty like fuck you like nah no i don't think so no No, you you can't tell me that the man that wrote four Mm. and and put a bow on every little thing really intended us for us to end with five like that man made sure to tie every, every open plot line together. Exactly. Sorry, I don't know if you can hear this. My cat's in the back. Um, but no. just, like, yeah. intended to tie everything together mm-hmm. and then leave five so open-ended. That's not the same guy. No. And even if I look at two, where there's still a lot left open, mm-hmm. I guess if you really chose to see it that way... Like when I finished Metal Gear Solid 2, the last thing on my mind was, "What's Big Boss doing?" Because mm. of course I never played those games, but yeah, yeah. I never. Like, what's what's Daddy doing? No. So mm. you can't tell me that's the same guy that did five and called it good. Yeah. And yeah. if you could ever just put Kojima in a dark room and never turn on the light and say, "How's five end?" Like Batman, I'm sure he'd tell you. Like, oh yeah, he doesn't seem like that tough of a guy. I'm sure he'd probably break pretty easy. Just dark room, Batman voice. Where, where's it in? And then he'd probably be fine. So somebody do that? I don't know. But it's just, yeah, I. The Phantom Pain of mm-hmm. the Phantom Pain. Yeah, is our consolation to ourselves, right? Like so. it's it's our way of just saying this is how we wanted. It's fine. I was gonna say now that I think about it, are are we the fans meant to be like cause 
where we're just embittered and angry and just want to yeah. kill everything. They played us like a fucking fiddle. So, yeah. Oh, man. That fucking game. Yeah, and then we get Death Stranding, so... Which is even weirder. Who wins in the end? It's not us. No. And then Death Stranding has, like, Metal Gear in it. Like, like now, bits right? And God. I mean, yeah, not the, not the first one. The first one was, like... It was like this weird fucking world. Like, what the yeah. fuck did I just walk into? But when he came back for the PlayStation Five, he's like, you know what? You know what people really like? Metal Gear. <laughs> they love it. It's right in the damn trailer. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? And really, all that I was expecting at the beginning was just the solid Konami. But no, you get, and it's a. Strange time that we live in for Konami and Kojima. Yeah. And I was like... I would say, like, you know, I'm not going to say, like, you know, I wish you would keep on making more games and, like, we should be on 7 right now, but it's like... It would have been nice to pass it down to, like, a newer person. Right. Like, what he was always meant to, like, what these freaking games were always about. Yeah. It it literally tells you in the story. You're passing down all these, like, stories and information to the next generation. Well, who's the next guy? I would hate to be that fucking guy. No, I would hate to be Follow Jordan Vogt Roberts, shit. man. It's Jordan Vogt yeah, Roberts. That's true. But yeah, that's that's probably also why nobody ever did it. Mm-hmm. Because every time you say it's Kojima's last, Kojima's last, Kojima's... Who's this guy that lives right in here? Mm-hmm. And who's the guy that lives right in here? But even with Peace Walker, or fuck, even when it comes to localization guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of seemed to have a hand in what our Metal Gear Solid was. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't put that on one director. No. And yeah. there's like so many people under the work. Like I just feel like you know yeah. he's like managing all the talent and having his name on it because like you know it live and dies with him. Like. Right. It's a success, great, you're awesome. If it's a failure, it's all your fault, kind of thing. Where yeah. it's like, but there's so many other people underneath. I would, you know, I would always say to myself, like, I wonder what, who the hell are those people? Yeah, well, we're kind far away. We're yeah. far away from game studios of being like 25 people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the Fox Engine wasn't made by one guy. Mm-mm. Specifically, yeah. Of of course, the story of Metal Gear Solid in the beginning was made by Kojima and then again you take in other factors but we're we're far away in the year 2023 from the Artur sense of development and that's I don't want to say it's a shame because it obviously keeps people employed and makes sure a vision can't belong to one person but um, you can just Nowadays, you can create a full thing that's complete mm-hmm. <laughs> and not be beholden to one developer or one game developer, right? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, a developer in the sense of a studio and game developer in, in the sense of a man. Mm-hmm. So we're we're beyond those days, and it, we suffer as fans, but mm-hmm. we're we're never getting another one of these. <laughs> so, yeah. So enjoy. Like, and that's maybe the <laughs> pessimism behind all of it. Like, yeah, we're not going to get another one of these. 
no matter how much we wish, yeah. it's never going to be Kojima's Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. We'll get Kojima's Death Stranding, yeah. but we're never going to get what we wanted all along. And that's the real Phantom Pain. <laughs> I would say, Adam, where can the people reach you on the internet? And oh, God. Do you I, promote anything and everything you, you have? Oof, I don't... I've got a person who does a lot of the other work. Uh, if you want to follow me, mm-hmm. let's do Instagram, Facebook, Inst- um, sorry, Twitter, Mr. Cropes, mm-hmm. C-R-O-P-E-S, any iteration of Mr. I'm sorry, I'm not consistent. If you want to follow me on PSN, it's Mr. Cropes. Mr. is spelled out with two R's, so that's very inconsistent. Um, the fun part about, let's see, the fun word about Cropes, anagram of the word corpse. Mm. Got it from Hitman. So another fun game series everybody should play. Uh, but if you want to listen to more of my incoherent rambling and follow a Metal Gear, or Metal Gear Mondays alum, um, Adam and Sam with Disco, Sam writes there, he carries everything. He edits everything. He's a fucking angel. Catch us there. My rambling is much more coherent because we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of panic of the disco. So you can catch us there. It's on everything. I think that's really it. If you want to follow my Twitter, I'm sorry. Sometimes I give very shit takes about very good video games. Last time I attacked the Final Fantasy VII remake, so... Just go with it. Just sometimes, sometimes good video games are bad, and they're bad three years after you play them. So, hit there, say hi, follow. Don't punch me. We are hitting that time in the evening. Um, Adam and Sam is a disco. Sam Wright and I just talked about painting the disco the entire time. We are slowly moving into our third season. We just wrapped up the rankings for the second season the other day. So come over there. Hit us. Listen. Uh, We have a poll that says who's dumber, Adam or Sam. Don't vote on Adam. Prove that you listened to this episode and go vote for Sam. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to thank you for coming on this podcast, and we're going to continue on. Yeah. Reconvene at a later date in time. Part two with some other shenanigans. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs>